welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Miz, Mike Miz 23 and I'm joined again by my buddy Devin, DFrank88. What's happening, my man? Man, it's been a pretty crazy few days for the sports world. We have uh, pretty much the entire NBA has changed teams. Um, yeah. A lot of NHL actually has done the same thing. And then, of course, we had the uh, Tyler Skaggs news today, which was so sad to hear. Yeah, that is the worst. Totally, 27 years old. Totally shitty. Um, hopefully it wasn't anything bad uh, that yeah, he did to himself later. or anything. But um, I'm sure we'll find out soon enough what happened. Yep. But uh, we got a 15-game slate here. For July the second, uh, we're already into July, a uh, week before Same. the All Star break. So, um, people should, I would assume, roll continue to roll out their best lineups um, up until I guess maybe a day or two before the All Star break, um, <clears throat> and then um, you know we'll have the All Star break and we'll be off for a little bit, and then we'll be uh, right back to it. That's right. All right, so we'll jump right into it. We got a lot to cover. First game is the Miami Marlins with an implied total of 3.8, rolling out Zach Gallen up against the Washington Nationals with an implied total of 5.3, and Patrick Corbin on the mound. Yeah, didn't we just get the same exact matchup the other day, but in Miami? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, literally the same two arms. Uh, Corbin went. Seven had nine Ks, put up 55 Fando points. Uh, that's two straight over 50 for him. Um, Gallon was looking strong for a while there and um, ended up falling off a bit. Um, but I still think that kid's going to be really good, just not here. Um, it's toasty. Um, yep. Looks like um, wind's, wind's not going to have much of an effect, but... Yeah, so definitely like Corbin here. Um, zero interest in Miami per usual on this pick of a slate. It's just not really, uh, unless outside of a deep MME stack, I have no interest here. Um, and then all the same guys we always talk about, Soto, uh, Adams. Uh, Rendon's been incredible this year. Um, Adam Eaton's too cheap on DraftKings at 3.6. Uh, so obviously like usual I haven't looked at the rest of the pitchers or the, the rest of the options yet but um, probably not even going to play the Nationals here no I, and I, I wouldn't blame you for that second um, is not well he's going to you know I, I expect him to be actually really good but um, I think he's good enough right now that you don't have to attack him yeah uh, Adams would be the only <clears throat> Real piece I like here on Fandle. For some reason, they just won't raise his price. He's finally hit 3K, but he's still only 3K on the dot. On the dot. But yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Trey Turner's, Rendon, Soto, those guys are all too expensive for me on this slate. Yeah. Um, and I'm not playing any Miami Marlins. Waste of time. Not even worth talking about. Yep, and Corbin is a cash arm uh, option. 11.1 on DK. That's expensive. Expensive, but makes sense. Yeah. All right, the next game is the Chicago Cubs 
with Kyle Hendricks on the mound and an implied total of 4.8. Up against the Pittsburgh Pirates, Joe Musgrove and an implied total of 4.3. The one day I don't stack uh, the Pirates and my boy Josh Bell, he double dongs and they go nuts. Yeah, they're uh, 12 rounds last I checked tonight. They're just crushing. Shame. Uh, I actually used that Ortega loser. <laughs> Uh, this is an interesting game. Um, Musgrove's actually been spectacular lately. Um, you know, he had that monster start to the season. Got it's like an ace and then just fell off. And uh, now he's kind of back to his last few have been really good. And he's dirt cheap on um, DraftKings. DraftKings just now started raising his price up. So this is interesting. I'll be interested to see what his ownership looks like. His last two... Uh, he shut down Houston for 43 Fando points, and the game before that, he had San Diego put up 52. Um, but the start yeah. before that, he had three. So, you know, it's he's been really tough to, to judge this, to gauge this year. He, yeah, he's an interesting dude. I really liked him the other year when he was balling out. I mean, the talent's clearly there. It's just inconsistent. You're right. And I'm not picking on this Pirates offense with arms. They've just been too explosive all year. It's not consistent, but when they go off, they go off. Yeah. Um, and Kyle Hendricks is not... He's 9K on DraftKings, which is ridiculous. About the th- Trying to throw 80 pitches out there, and they're all... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, that's way overpriced. So... You could, like, use Rizzo for sure. Yep, I agree. Um, he loves hitting in, in uh, Pirate Stadium, too. Yep, and uh, Musgrove has given up some ISO to lefties uh, this year. He's at 200 on the dot. Um, so Schwarber, um, Rizzo, your lefty power here. Hayward is on fire. Hayward is on fire. He's, he's been, it's been the last, the, the end of last season and pretty much all this year, he's been actually really good. Um, on the flip side, um, your same guys you always love to play. Uh, I mean, Josh Bell's ISO against righties this year is at 326. I hope he wins the home run derby so bad. Yeah, that'd be awesome. He's already doubled his home runs for the year since last year. That's insane. I mean, he's he's a big guy, so once he... Now that he's seeing the ball well again, he's got the power. Leads the league in extra base hits. Nope, I mean, nobody knows about this guy. Nope. Outside of DFS, nobody knows about him, at least. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> All right. I think that's enough for that one. Um, the next game is the Boston Red Sox. David Price, an implied total of 5.3, up against the Toronto Blue Jays. Trent Thornton, an implied total of 4.3. The crushing Blue Jays. They've been really good lately. Um, So annoying. Lefty lefty on the mound. So you already know who I like. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel against lefties this year. It's been incredible. Um, You know, hold on a second. So you know that I was listening to the radio earlier when I was working, and uh, they said Gurriel, when he went down, he was hitting like one... 15 or something and now he's um, he's gotten it up over 200 points into the threes 
Uh, yeah, his, his this is just this year's sample. His Woba against lefties, 469. His ISO, 431. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, that's a small sample, but he literally is essentially homering every game he faces a lefty. It's incredible. That's nuts. Well, yeah, you can definitely use him. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, smokes back, too. That, that changes the lineup around a little bit. Gets that loser tellers out of there. Yeah, that's right. Um, Grychak homered the other day against a lefty as well. Um, this is probably another one. Of, uh, probably a team I will stack as a deeper stack here, um, but not one of my top stacks. Um, it's David Price. I, I mean, David Price is still a decent decent arm here. So, but yeah, give me a Lord's Gurriel all day. I mean, his numbers are incredible. It certainly is. Um, I love all the, the Red Sox. Absolutely. Um, Thornton really struggles with lefties as well. So um, he's giving up 238 ISO to lefties. So um, Devers, uh, I really like there. I don't think Moreland's, Moreland's back yet. Um, I wish he was. That'd be a smash spot for him. Um, He's not giving up a ton of power to righties, but it doesn't really matter when you're talking about JD and Mookie, um, even Bogarts to a lesser extent. My favorite value play from them would be Brock Holt. Yep. He's in the lineup. And um, can't remember off the top of my head what Thornton throws, but um, definitely worth checking into tomorrow. If he throws a sinker, uh, I say it every time, Jackie Bradley Jr. against a sinker is incredible. Um, it's the only pitch he seems to be able to homer. Often, but he every time. So, um, with Thornton struggling against lefties, that's a deep play to look into for sure. They have, they have Ben Attendee uh, projected for the five hole. Well, that's a, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that lineup's been all over the place this year. Yeah. All right, the next game. Do you like? Well, do you like anybody else there? Um, just I mean the usuals. Devers is probably me. Um, my favorite. Um, although he's pricey. Um, he definitely is pricey. He's more expensive than Mookie. Those guys are too. These guys are too expensive. This is a core slate, so you, Boston won't see much ownership. Ownership, but they definitely make for an intriguing uh, stack tomorrow. See, I didn't even know that it was a core slate because I haven't even looked yet. Yep, it's a core slate. Great. All right, the next game: Milwaukee Brewers, Chase Anderson, five point three total. Up against Tanner Roark, the Reds, and in 5.3 total. Yeah. Um, Cincy, it's warm. It's pushing 90, wind blowing out. It's a hitter's park. Um, that's a big part of your reason for these high totals here. Um, and obviously both lineups have some have some power. Um, Cincinnati's starting to get a little bit healthier. They got Scooter back the other day. That should really help that offense. Uh, your usual names here. Um, Winker is a bit cheap on DraftKings at 4K. Um, yep. He homered today. He's 2.7 on FanDuel. Dietrich's price still re- refuses to move. 2.7 on FanDuel as well. Um, yeah, for some reason they're they're really soft on both sides of this game. Um, on FanDuel especially. Braun and Thames are still only 3K. Uh, Keston's still 2.7. He just homered tonight. 
He's three point nine on DraftKings, which is uh, a good price for him. Yeah, that's that's about what it, that's about what it should be on both sides. Um, so it's definitely some plays here and potentially some cash value here that might see some ownership. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. Um, Thames is uh, 4.8 on DraftKings. That's pretty expensive. Yeah, that's that's very expensive. Um, Chase Anderson is giving up some power, um, actually, to righties. So um, a little bit of reverse splits there. Um, actually, his, his Woba's high as well. He's actually pretty massively reverse splits here. So that's something to look into. You could get... Um, a little uh, Senzel, I would like Senzel Suarez is home or two straight. You could get some of these guys at lower ownership um, with people not realizing that he's got a bit of reverse splits. Um, I still like Winker and, and Dietrich. Don't get me wrong, but that's that's something to look into tomorrow. Yeah. All right, the next game. Asher, don't call me Roth. Wajd Chizowski. Uh, I'm glad you had to attempt that, not me. So, I've got the SKI on my last name, and I can't say this name. <laughs> Waj Chikowski. Yeah, I'm. My guess is it's that's how you say it. Yeah. Uh, so I actually pulled him up. Um, well, against the Rays and Charlie Morton, don't apply total yet. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no total yet. Um, so he is um, he's actually listed as on the Indians so I don't know if he just got moved um, in the, he's got a little bit of big experience we're borrowing big, players from other teams at this point yeah he's got a career 6.64 ERA um, in the big so he's, he's not a good pitcher uh, at this point this is just Baltimore kind of being desperate so Triple A numbers are okay, 3.61 ERA. Uh, I anticipate a pretty massive total for the Rays here. Um, and your lefties. Should be at least six. Yeah, and you got uh, lefties. Uh, our, boy, our boy Kiermeyer just homered a little bit ago. So. He's unbelievable, that guy. Yep. And, um, and he actually found himself bad high in the order the other day. So if that happens again, I really love him. But I, I like him regardless. Uh, Choi 2.8 is going to be a potential cash play. Um, 3.6 on DraftKings. That's Choi's definitely a guy I like a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side, Charlie Morton's stud. Uh, no interest here in Baltimore. So, Charlie Morton at 10.6. That's, I mean, I don't know how you get away from that. Yeah, that's, he's definitely going to be one of your one of your arms here and they should be he should be set up for an easy win as well yeah I mean that's oh my god it's somewhat seems like a no brainer thus far yeah um, looking at Charlie's stats it's pretty incredible um, if you want to call it he gives up a little bit to lefties but I mean yeah who cares with the when they're those lefties yeah, these lefties aren't scaring me so Chance Cisco, uh, he'll probably homer. I bet you. Yeah, Chance, Chance is the only real bat he's got to avoid here, because um, he's he's looked like the real deal lately with that um, swing change that you noted a few weeks back. And he's got a sweet name. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, 
So, in terms of uh, swing changes, did you know that Kipnis changed his swing, his hand placement recently, and that's why he went on that tear? Really? I did not know that. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have known that prior. But, uh, to your statements? Yeah. I would have backed off a little bit. Probably not. <laughs> a, still would have gone hard, but not as hard. Yeah, you. Uh, he, he should uh, send you something because you, you turned it around for him. I know. Asshole. <laughs> uh, I hate him. All right. Next game. All right. Play Charlie Morton. Next game is the Yankees. James Paxton. Plateau of 4.7 up against the Mets. Zach Wheeler, an implied total of 3.9. Yeah, this is this is interesting. Um, Paxton's been terrible. Um, and he's really struggling with lefties. Um, actually, he's struggling with righties. Um, he's given up uh, two or three ISO to him. He's given up Woba pretty much dead even to both sides of the plate. Uh, 333 to righties, 332 to lefties. He's flat out hasn't been very good this year, um, which if you're a Yankees fan, you're not happy about because he's supposed to be your ace right now. Yeah. Um, he gave up six on the last start. Then he shut down Houston the start before that. He's just kind of been all over the place. He took on the same Mets the other day and gave up six earned in 2.2. That was on June 11th. Wow. Yeah, so even though the Vegas suggests that he is a cash play. Uh, I'm very leery of that. Um, something to keep an eye on. Maybe maybe dig in on him tomorrow. Uh, 8.7 on Fandle. No thanks. Let me check his 8.9 in DraftKings. Yeah, I don't, I don't see envision him seeing a ton of ownership. And on the flip side, I am not picking on this, uh, this uh, Yankees lineup ever. No. I, there's no point. Especially after coming off that huge series in um, in London, and you know, just smacking the ball all around. I know it's yeah. a lot different there, but still. Correct. Uh, DJ Lemayhu, do not sleep on this guy. His price reflects it, but he has been the best hitter in baseball lately. Um, yep. Batting like 350 on the year. Uh, dude's incredible. I don't know why the hell Colorado ever let go of him. He's so good. I, I'm assuming they just thought it was the uh, Coors Field effect, but I guess yeah. not. Nope, he's the real deal. Um, your usual names here um, for the Yankees, I don't really care that they're up against Wheeler. They're definitely in play. Um, don't really need to spend much time on them. On the flip side, you'd probably get them uh, do a little Mets stack at really low ownership. Um, and as I noted, Paxton hasn't been very good. So that's definitely an intriguing little low home stack. Yep. I like it. Um, that seems like about it for that game. Yep. Alonzo. I love Alonzo. He's such a monster. Phillies. Aaron Nola. Braves. Dallas Keuchel. No total in the game yet. I'm not sure why that one doesn't have a total. Um... Yeah, so Dallas is back, uh, struggling. Um, looking at these numbers, granted, it's a tiny sample size. It's given up 361 ISO to righties, 333 to lefties. 
uh, and even point five to Woba to righties. It was getting smashed. Um, kind of expected, you know. We sat out how long? Yeah, um, half, almost gonna, half the year. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna take him some time. Um, so he's given up three earned both starts. He went five the first inning or five the five innings first start, five point two the last start. So he's trending in the right direction, um, but he gave up 16 hits, hits so far in between the two games with eight apiece. So that's kind of why those wobas, that wobas so high and whatnot. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what Vegas does with that that game. Um, 91 degrees, wind blowing out. Uh, I would think we're going to see some decently high totals here. Yeah, I mean. They'll probably be in the be in the fives, but maybe yeah, four point nine, and then Atlanta will probably see a high total there. Yeah. Um. And Nola does struggle a bit with lefties, so Freddie um, is in a nice spot. Freddie's are actually rocking a two eighty three ISO on the year against righties, so uh, he's been really good this year. Um, that would definitely be my favorite play there would be Freddie and Albies has been playing really well at super low ownership as well he definitely has been they they bat him so low in the order that's part of it but yep no pressure uh, if, if Brian McCann's in the lineup he's a good value well not necessarily a good value but he's a good play for your catcher position on draft games yep you could do a little um little mini double stack McCann and Albies at super low ownership in the tournament no doubt um, about it on the flip side um, I, I wouldn't be afraid to stack Philly here pretty much up and down the lineup especially with the, the way Dallas is struggling um, it wouldn't surprise me if you turned around but this is a really tough spot to turn around with that weather uh, I mean 90s and wind blowing out that's tough very tough on a, on a pitcher Oh my god, it's terrible. Um, Phillies are hot too. They've they really turned it around after getting swept in Miami. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of an eye-opening series, I think. Um, but I still love Harper, even though it's lefty on lefty for him. Uh, Hoskins for sure, and Kingery is like a totally different player at this point. Yep, he's he's actually. Uh, fought his way up to a 2.45 ISO in the year against lefties, and that's a guy who um, hadn't really shown a ton of power until this year. So. Yeah. All right. So now I'm assuming this next game gets played, and I'm not sure what they're going to do. But yeah, so. I, I assume. I don't think they can do two in a row. Off. Yeah. So it's uh, Griffin Canning. The Los Angeles Angels implied a total of 6.1 up against Mike Miner, the Texas Rangers, and implied a total of 5.5. Yeah, this, this game's uh, fascinating um, for all the wrong reasons, unfortunately. Um, ironically, I actually just watched highlights of D. Gordon Homer the other day, uh, the, the following game after uh, Jose Fernandez died. And, um, so it'll be interesting here because you, you would think that even though Mike Miner's really good, the Angels are just going to play super inspired. Um, 
or it could go the other way and their their heads aren't going to be there. That's it's kind of a tough call. Yeah. Um I would ch- I'm going to check around the newswire tomorrow see if any comments come out and that kind of stuff and kind of gauge it from there. Um but I assume they play too. Um, yeah, I would, I I would think so. I do like Justin Upton a lot. Yep. Um Jeff Kings did raise his price up a little bit. He was way too cheap today. He was like 3.8 today. Yeah. Uh, they shot him up to 4. Uh, 3. 4.3. So they're probably uh, if you, if you think that they're gonna take this and go nuts with it, then stack the hell out of them. Uh, my guess is at that pricing, they'll probably people will pivot to um, the Coors game because they're very pricey here. Yeah, I like Griffin Canning a lot, but um, I think he might need to go back down for a little bit. Yeah, he's, he started out hot struggling a little bit. Um, he's given up a ton of power, uh, over 200 ISO to both sides of the plate. Not good in, in Texas, 91 degrees. Um, wind blowing in, but the wind isn't very relevant in this stadium. Um, that's why you're looking at such a high total. Um, Willie Calhoun. Willie Calhoun, Four, yeah. 4.1 so, on DraftKings. That's a good price. Yeah, this is... Um, probably a double sack game for sure with that weather um, and the kind of the emotion thing but like I said this is that's a really fascinating game uh, kind of for all the wrong reasons unfortunately no doubt about it alright the next one shitty Houston Astros <laughs> Jose <laughs> you're quitty uh, good enough I guess that's the, how you say it. We'll see. I'll turn that game on to see how they say it. Uh, with an implied total of 6.3. Up against Herman Marquez. The Rockies. An implied total of 6.9. Yeah, so I, I um, peeked ahead to a little research here. Um, or Quiddy, however the heck you say his name. Uh, Astros 29th ranked prospect. Um, he's 24. He's got decent numbers in the minors. Uh, 4.09 at Double A. Actually got better when he got promoted. Uh, 2.89 uh, at Triple A. Um, 64 Ks in 43 innings. So the K upside is there. Oh, I'm sorry. Between both levels, 104 Ks in 62.2 innings. So the K upside is mm. definitely there. Um, obviously a terrible spot to debut uh, Coors Field um, 85 degrees I mean that's a nightmare spot for an arm um, so I have no interest in him but, and actually I'm not even sure the sites have him listed but it, uh, an arm to keep an eye on moving forward because people aren't going to know who he is and if he gets lit up tomorrow that'll keep people off of him but he might he might be worth considering outside of course field in his in his uh, next start. I wish they just leave these games off. But, yeah. Yeah, um, these games are so frustrating. Um, I, don't, I don't even know. I'm not even really sure how to approach this one yet because 
Well, first of all, everybody's really priced up besides Altuve. He's only 4.2, so you'd probably play him. Um, still, They still have Tyler White in the lineup. Don't know why. <laughs> Just for you. Um, yeah. But Marquez is a decent pitcher, but he sucks at course. So technically, you can play all those guys. And... Is your quitty better at one side of the plate than the other, or no? Do we not know uh, yet? I don't have any info on that. I'm not sure. Um, we'll I mean, you would, just, you would just assume that um, he's going to be yeah. better righties as a righty. Yeah. It looks like they're projecting all of the lefties in there. So, the Murphy, Tapia, Ryan McMahon. Well, yeah, they're looking at uh, an entire lineup of lefties here. So, yeah. Um, Yuli's uh, Gurriel is looking like he might be out if Jordan finds his way in there. Uh, that kind of power in Coors Field. Um, oh boy. Yeah, even against a really good pitcher in Marquez, that's really decent shot. He goes, um, he goes deep. Yeah. Um, no surprise, you can play anybody though. I mean, yeah, we don't really need to say much here. Yeah, if Garrett Hampson finds his way into the lineup like he's projected, he'll be a, a chalk value. Punt uh, pretty much 3.3 on um, DraftKings is really, really low for uh, Coors. And actually, Fandles pricing on uh, Coors is very soft tomorrow. Murphy 3.4, Tapia 3.1. Oh, have fun with that. I'm not even playing. And three. Yeah, you're gonna. You're probably looking right there. I can tell you, you're probably looking at. Three, those three, four through six are probably going to be in most laps. Hell, Dahl's only three point seven. My goodness, Vandal dropped the ball here. <laughs> skip it. I'd I'd skip Vandal tomorrow. That's stupid. Yeah, that's. People are just going to load up on Rockies here. That's incredible. I don't know what they were doing here. All right, next game. That that game is frustrating. The Detroit Tigers, Matt Boyd, four point eight total up against Renato Lopez. And a the White Sox and a four point three total. The hell is Lopez still in the rotation? I don't know. He throws hard, but he doesn't know where it's going. Yeah, he um he's given up. I mean, he was better last game. Still gave up a ton of hits, nine hits, uh, three earned. He's shown no strikeout upside. Minus the one random ass game, ironically against Detroit, where he dropped 70 Fandle points with 14 Ks. Um, <laughs> I don't have any interest in him, though. Uh, he's too streaky, and right now he's in a bad spot. Uh, with that being said, I just reverse jinxed him, and he's probably going to drop 70 again. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be some shit if he did. Um,. You can play Eloy, even though Matt Boyd's really good. Uh, Matt Boyd at 10.1. On DraftKings, it's very good price. Uh, there is power in the Sox lineup that can that can smack them. Um, but if you're choosing between the two, between Boyd and Charlie Morton, I'm playing Charlie Morton. Yeah, I agree here. Because um, Boyd is giving up some power. Um, it's just, just short of uh, 200 ISO to both sides of the plate. Um, and Lopez, not surprisingly, is giving up over 230 to both sides. Um, he's especially getting hit hard by righties, 267 ISO against. Um, 
he's given up more singles and whatnot to lefties with a 403 Woba. So both sides of um, Detroit are in play. Dirt cheap, probably going to see some ownership as um, filler plays to jam in some of the big um, big Rockies and, and Astros and whatnot. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, it's really not an appealing game overall. No. The next one, Trevor Bauer, 11.6K on DraftKings. Phew. Uh, the Cleveland Indians, an implied total of 4.9, up against the Kansas City Royals' Jake Junis, an implied total of 3.7. Yeah, um, Bauer's been a frustrating guy too, because um, you know, you know he's got. I mean, he's as good as anybody when he's on. Um, dropped sixty three last game against the same team. Um, that's the kind of upside he possesses. Um, the game before that, he dropped twelve Fanduel points against a terrible Detroit lineup. So. Um, kind of all over the place oh yeah but obviously I have zero interest in Casey like Miami this is too big of a slate to be um, stacking a, a team like that and essentially you're just praying when you play a team like that um, Indians Kipnis is probably still che- too cheap um, Jose Ramirez is too cheap but he's been god awful um, I can't imagine he's he stays batting fifth much longer um no I mean I don't even know what what happened to him yeah it's incredible um Junis has given up power to lefties so all your switch hitters here um Lindor Kipnis these guys are definitely in play what about Bowers I like Bowers. I, he's actually who I'd like to see move up. Um, he's he's just a little streaky. Um, he's got a 141 ISO, which isn't terrible. It's not great. Um, but it definitely has more power than, than those numbers show. Um, they actually demoted uh, Leonis Martin, which was really uh, surprising. So they just traded for him um, last year. Uh, Roberto Perez is a guy who's been quietly pretty good. Um, Bobby Bradley, if he's batting six, he he's been chalk city all week um, on Fanduel, despite the fact that he's been terrible. He has been. I was watching his at bat um, the last game against the Orioles, and he just hit him hard. He just hit him into the ground. Yeah, he's he's pretty much a power guy, and that's about it. So probably going to be a very frustrating roster for a long time yeah um but yeah no Santana's too pricey Lindor's too pricey with other higher totals on the board um I do unfortunately like Kipnis at that price though uh yes absolutely a 3.6 on DraftKings he should be extremely popular yeah Oh man, uh, uh, Jose is three point eight, Bowers three point 
Yeah, this would be another one of those teams that contends for your um, value fill in plays. Um, yeah, exactly. And GPPs to, to make your big boys work. Do you like anybody on the Royals? I, I don't really see anybody worth nope. playing. Nope. All right. Next game, Minnesota Twins, Jake Odorizzi, implied total of five, up against Daniel Megden, the athletics, and implied total of 4.6. Yeah, um, interesting game. Um, neither pitcher's given up any power here, um, but we've talked about it, and we talk about it every time. I'm not pitching. I'm not picking on the Twins ever, um, especially because Cruz is waking up. Um, not really sure what they've been doing with their lineup lately, though. Kind of shuffling it around a little bit too much. Um, if uh, Luis Arise, however the hell you say his name. Yeah, that's my boy. I love that guy. And right now he's projected clean up. Um, if he does bat clean all up. Day. Uh, all day. All yeah, day. If, if he's batting clean up all day with him. Uh, 2.7 on FanDuel, 3.4 on DraftKings, and he carries uh, multi position at second and outfield. So All day. Definitely a guy um, keep an eye on. And even Marwin, if Marwin bats fifth, he's only 3.3K on DraftKings. So, um, Is this his first game back from injury? I'm not sure. No, he's been uh, – this will be about his third. Okay, I didn't really play this weekend, so. Yep, um, I'm not sure he's done anything yet, but, uh, again, 3.3. Let me check on his uh, Fandle price here. Uh, 2.5, yeah, these guys are too cheap. Um if they're bad four or five, that's two value plays I really like um, in cash. For sure. Um, on the flip side, uh, the frustrating A's. I don't know what they're doing. It's just, just been so up and down this year. Um, Odorizzi has struggled the last two. Uh, actually, last three. He's given up four runs, four runs, and three runs. Um, he was on before- a good run before that. Yeah, before then he had gone uh, three straight with only giving up one total between the three. So, again, another situation where on this big of a slate, I don't really have any interest in Oakland. Um, if Davis is back, let me see what his DraftKings price is. They've been way too cheap on him all season long. 3.5K on DraftKings. That'll be... That'll be interesting. He might see some ownership at that price. That's super cheap for a guy of his upside. Oh, my, yeah. That's uh, a really interesting price. Yeah, it is. Uh, he, he isn't... The, the price is there for a reason, though. He's having a bad year. 305 Woba against righties, 176 ISO. Um, those, those aren't great numbers by any means. Started uh, off really hot, too. Yeah, he did. I, well, he's just been hurt all year. Uh, he's been yeah sitting on and off all season long. He's just—he's clearly not right. He's got that hip. Yeah, he probably needs to hit the IL, but the, obviously they don't want to lose him. So, uh, three point five on DraftKings is intriguing, and it's somebody I would consider. But I think we're going to find that you won't need him tomorrow. There's going to be um, yeah. better value in better spots with higher implied totals. I would agree with that 100%. Especially, I mean, look right across the board at Eris. Exactly. Exactly. 
All right, the next game, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Taylor Clark, with an implied total of 3.6, up against Ross Stripling, the Dodgers, an implied total of 5.5. Oh, the Dodgers. Load them up. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, boy. Taylor, Taylor Clark to lefties, 325. Load them up. Oh, my. Yep. Um, this is actually perfect, too, because – you're going to see everybody flock to these games over six, which there's multiple. Um, so you're, per usual, you're looking at the Dodgers at lower ownership um, against a pitcher that's really struggles with lefties. And guess what? The Dodgers are going to roll out probably five in their top six and all have power. Yep, all of them. All of them. Josh, um, Vertugo. Cody, my man Munts. Yep. Um, Verdugo has actually pulled his ISO up to 208 on the year against righties. So um, the one lefty that hadn't shown a ton of power is starting to show it. Uh, I love that kid. He's so good. Oh, man, I love I love this team. I hope they win the whole goddamn thing. They might. They're there's. I mean, you got to remember this. They're missing AJ Pollock and Corey Seager. That's how deep this team. Insane. They may not even. They might even trade Pollock. Because what are you going to do? Sit Verdugo? I'm not sitting Verdugo. Pollock's like never played in June. I heard. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. He's always hurt. Um, like now, that's like a real, like a real thing. Like not a joke. He's never played uh, I, in June. <laughs> I believe it. He's literally always hurt. Um, oh so Ross Stripling, um, seven point eight on DraftKings. Um, you are gonna. This we talked about this the last time he started. Um, he's been a, a reliever all season, so you're gonna have to look into him. See if you know if there's a pitch count. Um, last start, it came out early in the day that hey, he's gonna just do a couple innings, and that's what he did. He went three. Um, he probably does the same thing tomorrow. Yeah, which was um, against the Diamondbacks too. Um, yes, it was. Um, probably does the same thing tomorrow but if they come out and say you know hey we're stretching him out we're giving him um, six innings then he's absolutely in play oh yeah but you have to do your research tomorrow um, or if you're a VIP you know obviously you can rely on uh, our cheat sheet for you um, that makes it nice and easy yep but those who, those who are doing their own thing, definitely take a look at that. Um, I, I don't have any interest in any D-backs here. Um, I do always love Kettle, though. He's having a monster season. Yep, Kettle's doing well. Um, Peralt does not a bad, doesn't have a bad price. 4K on yep. DraftKings. Jake Lamb. Yep. Possible, he, might use him. In spots. See if he can get back to what he used to be a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, but not forcing any of these guys in. Not a priority whatsoever. Agreed. Um, but love the Diamondback or love the Dodgers. Yep, that'll be my probably my top stack outside of course. All right. Next one, the St. Louis Cardinals, Jack Flaherty, four point six total up against Matt Karasiti. The Seattle Mariners, an implied total of four. 
yes. So. So Tommy Edmond on DraftKings is three point two. So there's that. Definitely enough. Um, yeah, Homer the other day. Uh, another guy that's got multiple position. Um, man, there's going to be plenty of value tomorrow for sure. Um, Edmund, Marwin, uh, Erez, there's definitely some value. Um, I don't know a ton about Karasiti here. He does have some stats on the year. They're not bad at all, actually. Um, but it, it's such a, he's pitched so little that it's a very limited uh, sample size, and I don't have any numbers against for him against lefties here. So uh, I can't speak a ton about the Cardinals, but really Edmonds the only one I have any interest in anyways because they just haven't been very good. They've been so bad. I do. I am a big Tyler O'Neill fan, though. Um, kid's yeah, he just came back up. Yeah, he's kind of homer or bust, but at 2K, um, literally minimum price on FanDuel, he has as much upside as anybody in the league because he's, he's just a pure power guy. So um, he'll be somebody I definitely look into tomorrow, especially if he's batting fifth. Yeah, he's 3.7 on DraftKings. Um, it's a little there's sort of a value. weird price for yeah. him. Or like Especially said, in Seattle. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, the Boom. Seattle team's been kind of pesky, actually kind of pissing me off. Um, beat up a couple arms that I felt should have dominated. Hell, they beat up JV the other day, um, which I never saw coming. Um, but again, another one of the situations, too big of a slate for me to really go here. Um Maybe Vogelbach, now that his price has dropped, because we know the kind of upside he has. Um, are you liking any of the any Seattle bats here? It would be Vogelbach for me. But I'm not going to force them. Yeah, I agree. Too big here. Too big of a slate. Yep, way too big of a slate. And he's, for me to really want to use him, he'd have to be like 4K. Yeah. Um, we'll have to look at though. Yep, uh, Karasiti's worth looking into tomorrow. Um, yeah, I'm not interested in Flaherty. He's been way too up and down, but he does have some upside. He's got some 40-point games on his log. Um, Seattle's been doing a lot of openers, too, so you have to pay attention to Karasiti with that. Uh, I'm not even sure that Sandal has Karasiti. Uh, 4.2 on DraftKings, though. Do your research, because that might be uh, a cash-viable play, 4.2. Oh, he's 4K on FanDuel. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Uh, again, another situation you're going to need to look. 4K tells me he's been a straight-up reliever this year. Um, but if they come out and say, yeah, he's good to go for five, six innings, 4K, pfft. I'll, t- I'll do that. I'll stack the hell out of uh, the Dodgers. Uh, the, I'll do a Dodgers-Rockies st- stack with Karasiki there. Yep. So he'll probably get a lot of, for that scenario just laid out, he'll probably be pretty popular. Yeah, just just, just depends. Definitely going to be one of, the, one of the other guys you got to look into here. All right. Final game. For 15 game slate, full slate. Tyler Anal Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> he 
the San Francisco <laughs> Giants implied total of 3.9 uh, up against Matt Strom the uh, Padres and implied total of 4.7 <laughs> oh, I was not ready for that <laughs> oh that was fantastic um, <laughs> yeah so I have no interest in that uh, BD here obviously um, I will say he is decent against righties and this is obviously a super uh, lefty heavy team um, or I'm sorry super righty heavy team yeah. Hosmer um, Francisco Mejia is a super talented kid but he hasn't been playing very well and uh, Greg Garcia has very little um power so wouldn't shock me if Beatty here was actually uh decent um but he's if I'm punting I'm going all the way down to you know a Karasiti here um Beatty did randomly shut down the the Dodgers of all teams he put up his best game of the year was against the Dodgers yeah it was at home though I think right no, that was in L.A. too. Very odd oh. that that would be his best game. Um, yeah, that's interesting. That's just – that's variance. Yeah, agreed. Um, Manny's been red hot. Tatis Jr. is the real deal. Yeah. Um, everybody's talking about all these other rookies, and he's quietly just crushing. That's because he stunk in the beginning. Yes, and then he got hurt. So I forgot about him. Now that he's back, he's just been incredible. Yeah. Um, Renfro and Reyes have been really popular lately because they're underpriced. Um, Fentel is slowly starting to raise the price, though. They're at 3K. All are too expensive on DraftKings, so I don't anticipate any ownership really at all from this game in general. Um, potentially, Strom is a DraftKings cash play at 6.9 against, obviously, a terrible lineup. Yeah, this, this will probably be a showdown-type game focus on um, I'd probably put Manny in the captain spot I'd put Mejia in there um, probably hot well Tatis but he'll probably be the most expensive yeah I would assume um, yeah and we'll probably so one thing we've been doing too is um, doing an article for that that late night game as well so definitely be sure to check that out yeah, so Tatis before last game had gone 24.2 or higher in five straight. And then he cooled down to a 9.1, 9.2. So, yeah, he's, he's been he's been red hot. Been 337 on the air. My goodness. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Yeah. All right, man. 15 games in the books. Not bad. You know what I like is I didn't see any weather concerns. Let's hope it stays that way. Um, yes. Because that would make things a little bit easier. Absolutely. Um, especially when it gets down to the wire. But, um, yeah, 15 games. Tell everybody where they can find us. So head over to dailyfantasysolutions.com. Um, we have a ton of free content. Uh, Miz should have his Miz takes tomorrow. I have a feeling Dodgers are going to be up there. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, we'll have home run derby, which uh, highlights some home run picks. 
Um, we'll have our GPP pitcher article. We'll have our cheat sheet, which you can get uh, for only 50 cents, which is insane. Um, or you can become a VIP for $24.99 a month. That gets you everything we offer, all our content. Um, Slack chat, where you can talk literally with Miz and I. Um, we can help you with lineups. Uh, we do it all the time. We both enjoy it. Um, talk to your fellow VIPs. It's just it's a really fun spot to be. To be. We've got things like a home run bot that you know when people someone hits a home run, it automatically shows it, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, head over dailyfantasysolutions.com. Check all that out, and um, come chat with Miz and I. Yeah, man, it should be a good one. It'll be a nice, busy one, that's for sure. Um, all right, guys, 15 games. For Devin, I'm Mike. We'll catch you next time.